Hi, I'm Oliver, and this is Wings of Fire Fanwing. Hey, Fanwings. So, I have an episode for you today, but before we get into it, I just wanted to say something. So, I've been getting so much positive feedback and good vibes from you guys on reviews and all that, and... I just wanted to say it means a lot. So thank you so much. Anyway, let's get right into our episode. So today's episode is about the Jade Winglet. They're the protagonists from books six (laughs) to 10. Um, Jade Winglet is one of the, I believe five winglets at Jade Mountain. Jade Mountain is, if you guys don't know this, the school that the Dragonettes set up after the war. They did it to bring tribes together. But anyway, we're going to be discussing a little bit of just lore and stuff about the Jade Winglet. Also, I have some news for you guys. So, Dragon Slayer just came out. Yay. But... Tweety Sutherland, I've been reading the wiki, and she's putting out another book soon. It's called Forge Your Dragon World. I'll tell you more about that in intermission. But anyway, let's get into our episode. So the Jade Winglet has one ice wing, one Monday wing, one night wing, one rain wing, and one sand wing, and a sea wing in the sky. Like all other winglets, but the thing is, all of the dragons in this winglet are kind of important. First up, let's do their ice wing. His name is Winter. He's the protagonist of book seven, Winter Turn. Winter kind of comes off as a harsh guy, but in book seven you see how much he really loves Moon. It's a shame that she shows that she chose Ghibli. <laughs> no offense to you, Winter Watchers, but I am very supportive of Ghibli. Anyway, in his future, he does not marry Moon. But, <laughs> so, Winter... He was clawmates with Kidley when they were at school, but currently he's living with the Talons of Peace. That happened when he attempted the Diamond Trial with Hailstorm. Hailstorm is his brother. He lost all his memory for reasons. <laughs> reasons. Those reasons were basically he got turned into a different dragon. It's hard to explain, but, you know, read book seven. So, after that, they came back with Hailstorm to the Ice Kingdom. The thing is, Hailstorm was marked as dead. They thought that he was killed in the war, but he wasn't. So, he was put in last place. Then they realized it was 12 days before his seventh birthday. Then he would be moved to the adult ranking. 
he would not be able to change his placement once in the adult rankings. And when you were in the seventh circle, well, you don't get a good position. So they decided, you know what? I'm gonna attempt the diamond trial. And Hailstorm starts. He goes in with Winter, who's in first place at that time. And Winter's like, wait, what are we fighting for? A number on a wall? Those are some of his exact words, actually. And then he decides, you know what? I'm gonna run away. Hailstorm, you live. And he does that. He has no contact with his family until the great battle above Jade Mountain between the Ice Winds and the Night. So that's why he's living with the Talents of Peace currently, because he was worked for dead. Anyway, let's get to our Mudwing. He's not our favorite, aka Clay, but he's pretty good. He's Umber. Umber is sister, or brothers, with Sora, the Mudwing who blew up um, the History Cave and killed Carnelian and Big Tail. He ran away with her in book five, six, <laughs> after the cave was blown up. He decided that he didn't want to be at Jade Mountain without one of his siblings, so he left. That's pretty much it for Umber. He's not a protagonist like Winter, so we don't really see much of him. But he did bunk with Turtle. Once he fled, though, Turtle was probably clawmates with Kidley. Now, let's go to Moon. Moon. Oof. She's complex. I'm gonna have to pull down my book six from the shelf. So, Moon is blessed with one of the Nightwing powers. Actually, both of them. She can see the future and read minds. She doesn't tell Winter that until the beginning of book two. It's a gift and a curse though, because that makes him slow to trust her. Also, she can hear what everybody's thinking. What if they're thinking horrible things? That would not be fun. Anyway, Moon is a pretty complicated character and Unless I want this episode to be like half an hour long after the 10 minutes of me discussing Moon, I might want to include the rest in an episode of the 13 part series that I've been doing lately, where I discuss for about eh, 10 minutes one of the protagonists. So far, I have done Clay, Glory, and Tsunami. If you guys want, you can check those out once you're finished with this episode. Well, that's it for Moon, for now. Kinkajou, sadly, she does not have her own book. Honestly, I feel like the book would be, like, really happy and, like, yay, I love life. She's pretty naive, happy-go-lucky. But she's, like, my favorite character in the jade winglet honestly like she's the best i mean she's kind of naive but like she just like if i'm down in the dumps i'll like read a chapter with her in it and i'll be like yay 
but sadly she gets slammed into a tree by that one guy the nightwing and that's not really the best thing because then she has to stay in hospital for about a couple months that's one of the sadder time periods in the books anyway i think that's it for kinkajou oh wait one more fact did you know that book eight was rumored to be about kinkajou before the cover was released yeah pretty strange right Honestly, I think it's better with Peril, though. Anyway, I think that's it for this half of the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed, and let's go straight to our intermission. There will be more information about the Dragonettes after the break. when I'm doing this in these intermissions, but I have a fun one today. First up, have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Well, here's your opportunity. Anchor is a free all-in-one recording and produce shop that you can make a podcast as easy as on. See, I make mine on there, and if you guys like it, you should totally check out the website. You can also hear other people's podcasts on the Anchor app. Now, here's another fun part. Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer is out now, yes. You can find it at like a Barnes & Noble or something near you. Oh my gosh, it is so good. I'm on like chapter, what, 12? It's like amazing. It's from the perspective of scavengers. Ooh, no spoilers, but geez, it's good. So, remember how in the intro to this episode, I said something about Forge Your Dragon World? This was on the wiki, but basically, it's a book that you can get, and it, it has, like, writing tips from 2E.T. Sutherland, and tips on like drawing your characters from Joy Aang and you can like create your own book with help from the writers and illustrators of this series. I really want to get it when it comes out. Right now it's supposed to come out May 4th. Anyway, that's it for our intermission today. See you guys after the break. we discussed Winter, Umber, Moon, and Kikachu. Now, we're going to discuss Kibli, Turtle, Peril, and Carnelian. Let's start with Kibli. Kibli is a animus wannabe uh, advisor to Queen Foreign. In book 10, he's screaming at Turtle, for animus power and all that. But his earring 
actually protects him from one of their stalker's spell. And Turtle does give him a bowl that can multiply that earring to help the sick ice wings. Basically, with the sick ice wings, Dark Stalker casts a spell on all ice wings in the Ice Kingdom that they like get sick and die, and it kills Queen Glacier. Anyway, <laughs> let's stray away from that subject. Um, Kibli bunked with Winter at Jade Mountain. By the way, Kibli and Queen Thorn are kind of good friends. And in book five, Sunny actually thinks that Kibli is her brother for a little bit. He has like a long scar on his nose and this earring that keeps Dark Soccer's spell off of him. It was enchanted by Turtle. Anyway, that's it for Kidley for now. Ooh, now let's go to a fun one. Turtle. Turtle is not your average sea wing. For starters, he's a sea wing prince. And also, he's an animus. If you guys don't know what that is, like, judging my gear on the first book, it's basically when he has like can enchant stuff with his claws and all that. It's a pretty powerful magic. And honestly, sometimes it becomes too powerful. It consumed Darkstalker, like. I'm crazy now. Over time, the catch with Animus magic is that every time you use it, a little piece of your soul crumbles away. So in the end, you are on the verge of soulless killing rage, as Moon said. No, actually that's what Kibley says. Ooh, I used the Kibley quote in my Kibley section. Okay, that's awesome. Anyway, uh, Turtle has some sad backstories. When he was about, I'd say, four, doesn't exactly tell you, and all his sisters are dying in their eggs, he goes and tries to find the guard who left the post. And guess what? He ends up thinking it's not really important and starts playing with his friends, causing one of his sisters to die. Pretty sad, but he gets over it. Because he didn't really even met them, but you know. Anyway, one of, I think, his best spells was to enchant his scales to be like diamonds. And I liked it because a rock landed on him in the Great Battle of Jade Mountain. And then he just like throws it off like it was nothing. He's like a superhero. Anyway, I think that's it for Turtle. Ooh, this one's fiery. Get it? Fiery? Haha. Because we're doing Peril. Peril, she's, she's hot. I don't mean like attractive, but I mean like lick sizzle. Like she burns. 
literally. Her scales are hard to touch. Oh. So she sucked all her fire out of her twin. Her twin was born with no fire. And miraculously, he survived a vicious attack from his mother when she was forced to give him up. And he survives. You find this out in Dragon Slayer. He goes on to be named Sky, and he is Ren's only friend. Ren is one of the protagonists of uh, Dragon Slayer. She is a scavenger, and she knows a little dragon because for seven years she's been on her own. Harold um, actually didn't bunk with anybody in um, Jade Mountain. She got there kind of late. She's the protagonist of Book 8, Escape from Peril. The thing is, she's kind of unstable, honestly, like, okay, she's not kind of unstable, she's really unstable. Literally, when Darkstalker tries to read her mind, all he gets is fire. It's kind of, kind of crazy. Yeah, she's freaky. That's our conclusion for Carol. I'm going to go to Carnelian now. Well, there's not much to say about Carnelian except for she was a loyal soldier and she was somehow put at Jade Mountain and then she died in Sora's explosion. Since Carnelian died, they replaced her with Peril. A lot of people were skeptical about replacing her with Peril though because Peril was that champion at the arena, so that was kind of, yeah, that, um, she probably killed over a hundred dragons, anyway, I'm gonna end it on that note, because, um, I want to go hide under my bed, (laughs) this is, yeah, yeah, so, um, see you guys in a sec. so 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 much for listening it means a lot if you guys like this episode make sure to in the uh review section tell me how you would rate dragon slayer one through ten one being this was the worst book i've ever read and ten being oh my gosh I could not put it down. I read it all in one sitting. This is amazing. It is my favorite book. I will worship it. (laughs) I'd say right now, I like it about an eight, which is basically, oh my gosh, I read this in like three days. It is amazing. I love it. Most Wings of Fire books are like a nine for me. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And... If you like this episode, please leave us a review and tell us what we can do better. It really, really helps. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in our next episode. Bye!